For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and we are doing part two of our special Veterans Day episode duo. But this one's going to be a little different. The first one, we had a little bit of religion. We had a little bit of Vietnam. We heard about a president that somebody didn't like too much. On this one, we are going to talk cry-ins, sit-ins, <laughs> exam escapes, we are going to talk about protesters in the streets. We're going to talk about Miley Cyrus. We're going to talk about the sadness sweeping the nation and how we need service dogs uh, to get us over an election. We have a school system in the state of Tennessee that sent out a robocall inviting parents to take part of their counseling sessions because they know they're distraught over the election. We're going to talk about xenophobes. We're going to talk about homophobes. Hell, we're going to talk about the leader of them all, <laughs> President-elect Donald J. Trump and his trusty sidekick with his white sheets on, Governor Mike Pence. <laughs> so, oh, let us Lord. start this show with a bang. In a lightning round, we're going to talk about protesters. Where are the snowflakes? This particular episode, I'm going to go ahead and warn you, is probably going to be adult content. Uh-oh. So, if you have young children that are going to be listening to this, now is a good time to send them in there to get their coloring books and crayons and color something for the refrigerator. <laughs> I will give you a couple of minutes to get them out of the room. <clears throat> now, for those of you that are here on the call... We have our panel with us this evening, and I encourage our panel to be very, very blunt. First, we have Tammy. Second, we have Barbara. Third, we have Tricia. Fourth, we have Alan. And four and a half, we have Ashley. And I, your host, Fabio. So, Fabio, I throw it out there to you guys. Give me your thoughts on our protesters. Tammy, take it away. You know what? They're protesting in Memphis, and I wrote on their Facebook page because the Channel 13 News was broadcasting their protest. It says, you wouldn't want to get a job. Go home and get a life. Barbara. I think it's, I think it's, you know, (laughs) you really want my opinion? I think they're all insane. I think they're all just sour grapes. You know, she lost it. Get over it. Let's move on. This is all y'all got? That's all I got. I'm going to go to Alan. Maybe Alan can liven it up. Alan. (laughs) Alan's had a post with 84 comments on it. He's got to be still flaming fingers from that. My uh, particular post, is is that what you're talking about, Tammy? Yeah. Yes. Now, what exactly was the question? Again, I didn't quite get it. That was my 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 fingers are on fire. I apologize. 
Okay. What are your thoughts on our protesters? I believe that our protesters are exhibiting the exact problem that America voted to put in Trump to solve. What they are exhibiting is the problem that we have had in this country for eight years. That is that we have a culture of sissies, a culture that refuses to accept anything that is not their opinion, but that get angry when your opinion does not fall in line with theirs. What it exhibits is that our country is finally changing and they are scared to death that they are not going to get to run around and use whatever bathroom they want to use, that they're not going to get to run around and be whatever gender they want to be on a particular day, that they actually have to act decently and with some common sense. And they are scared to death that they're that their crap isn't going to, you know, it's not going to get the, the attention of any public figures anymore. That we're actually going to go back to dealing with issues that actually impact this country instead of dealing with how you feel. Well, I don't disagree. Now, here's here's my, and Patricia, I'm, I'm intentionally skipping you on this one. I'm, I'm going to move on to the next one. Okay? Okay. And, and that is, we have, <laughs> and and guys, I mean, come on. Vanderbilt University today, 400 students walked out in protest of Trump's election. We have college professors allowing people to skip midterms because they're just so traumatic. Uh, they're, they're traumatized over the election. We have... Uh, The uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> traumatized when I give you an incomplete. The but they're not going to do that though. They're going to give them a passing grade for the exam, and they're going to move on. Okay, God. we've got cry-ins at Cornell University. We've got uh, service dogs being brought in for students that are just. So I've come to the conclusion that we need to create a trophy. Okay, because all these kids grew up in the, if you participate, you get a trophy. So let's get a trophy of Hillary standing under the glass ceiling. Okay, we'll get another trophy of uh, Kellyanne above her breaking through the glass ceiling since she was the first woman to ever manage a winning presidential campaign. Right. And then they'll be happy. Because I'm going to tell you, and I'm just going to give you all my viewpoint, and and you all know what's coming. This is why it's adult content. First of all, if my son, okay, who voted for Donald Trump, by the way, but if my son dared treat his college that way and go to a cry-in or a sit-in or a lock-in or a walk-out, I would drive my tail straight down to whatever college he was in. I would remove my belt, and we would do what I like to call the whooping merry-go-round. I would beat his ass until he could not sit down. And if I was the parents of these deadbeat, 
low class, no job having, cupcake sucking people on these college campuses, I would drive to the college campus that they're on and I would bust their ass till they could not sit down. <laughs> this is the biggest bunch of pansy ass bullshit that I have ever seen in my life. Could you imagine what would have happened in 2008 had conservative college kids did this very thing? Oh, yeah. They spent months. Donald Trump, will you accept the election results? And Donald Trump supporters, will you accept the election results? Yeah. Guess what? We did accept them. Oh, wait, we won. Oops. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> okay. And what, the we fact. Said, what we said Obama said in 2012, we won, you lost, get over it. That was 2008. And he did say that. And Donald Trump pretty much said that yesterday. Yeah. But, but here's the deal. The left, if, if, if I'm a Democrat strategist and I'm sitting here watching the Democratic Party, do you honestly think that people, the reasonable people in the Democratic Party, okay, do you honestly think they're going to stay with that party after this? They're not. Can you believe the nerve? Okay, let's move on. Let's go to the next topic because I'm going to get wired up and y'all going to get a preaching service, the wrong kind of preaching. But Davidson County Schools sent out a robocall approximately 45 minutes ago. Good grief. Okay. What? The Davidson County School System, or Metro Schools as they're called, sent out a robocall about 45 minutes ago. I know this because I am friends with three school teachers. Two of the three, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read to you what they sent me. And by the way, she has agreed to come on our program, but we cannot use her name. Oh. Just received an automated phone call from the school district reminding parents that they provide counseling for students. There was a mention about how emotions are running high due to the elections. Are you kidding me? What the oh. absolute... Now, please explain to me what in the hell these people are smoking. Isn't this from the school district where they had the children do an election front one by you know, two to one margin? I want to know what the parents are smoking. Well, and that that is the bigger thing right there. For example, yesterday I saw uh, somebody on one of the networks, I'm going to assume Fox, was – oh, here they go. More people voted for her than voted for him, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Well, you know what? The Electoral College is what matters, bitch, and he outsmarted you all, so shut up. Anyway, so the the thing is this, okay? Here's the deal. I'm, I'm serious. I'm about to get on a roll, and, and y'all have no idea. I've been dealing with this crap now for two days, going on three days, and I'm sick of it. Absolutely sick of it. Okay? And these people, there's a million people calling on the electors to defect and not vote for him. First of all, if you want to start a civil war in this country, let that happen. Number two, and this is the most important thing, do you know who picked the electors that are going to be going and voting on December the 15th 
or 19th, excuse me. We did. Do you know who chose them? We did. The candidate. The candidate chose them. Well. Um, okay. Do you honestly think <laughs> that the 11 electors that were chosen from the state of Tennessee or any of the other states are going to vote against the guy that sent them there? No. 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 Okay, and I have always said, okay, and, and Ashley's putting this in the chat, but I have always said that the reason the Democrats chose the donkey is because they are a bunch of jackasses. That has always been my Okay? So let's go back to Metro schools. Number one, should Metro schools be sending out something, taken aside in a presidential election? No. 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 Okay? Number two. Why in the hell is it the public school system's place to provide counseling over an election? If your kid can't handle the results of a frickin' election, then maybe you, along with them, should go to family counseling and wonder why your big boy panties got locked up in the dryer and you can't find them. (laughs) I told one lady yesterday she was the dumbest bitch on the face of the earth. She's like... Oh, now that Donald Trump won, I don't have a right to choose what I do with my body. I'm like, well, first of all, from the looks of it, nobody wants to do anything with your body. Second of all, if you're referencing abortion, you should make the decision not to get frickin' pregnant in the bedroom and not at the abortion clinic, you stupid cunt. It's exactly it what I said. Wrap it before you tap it. Well, see, my argument here is this. Unless you are able to reproduce asexually, then that is not your body. It is a different entity. It has the DNA of both the mother and the father, which means that it is not well, your body. That, that's all right, because right. then she told me, then she tells me that I was born with white privilege and I couldn't help it. Ah, she and been black. I had no, she's as white as a ghost. Really? Oh. <laughs> so I looked at her and I said, well, what freaking color are you? She says, I don't recognize a color. I said, oh, your parents didn't treat you right growing up. <laughs> She's like, my parents have nothing to do with this. They let me explore the world and be my own being. I said, oh, they should have took a belt to your ass. UCLA, <laughs> I I have honestly had my fill of stupid people. And I think it's time we start calling people stupid people. These idiots that are sitting out there protesting right now, somebody needs to walk up to every last one of them and say, you know what, here you go. This is exactly what they should do. You want to know how to bust up these little protests? Send McDonald's, Wendy's, Hardee's, all the others out there with job applications. That protest will break up so fast. Either that or anybody that's on welfare that is protesting and blocking the city street is cut off of welfare. You know what? That street be clean so fast. You and I know my car, your ass is getting hit. Y'all think that, that I'm being funny, but I'm being serious. Let's uh-huh. just have let's just have some job fairs at these protests. Yeah. And the ones in Portland, let me just tell you. The ones in Portland are a little different because those protesters are paid. 
they bust those babies in. When they start destroying the streets and the cities and they burn the cars and they bust the windows to the businesses, those aren't local yokels doing that. <coughs> no. That is not the locals. That are the bust-in protesters. Guess what? Much like Obama said in 2008, we won, you lost. <laughs> we won, you lost. Suck it up and go on. You know, there's. I heard today, one told me today, they're like, well, gay marriage is over now. Um, No, it's not. If y'all would have paid attention to what Trump said, y'all know that gay marriage isn't even on the damn table. And besides, the Supreme Court has already ruled on it. That's the highest court in the land. You can't change it. Yeah. It's done. Then it was, oh, well, then the court is going to be this, 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 and this. Well, you know what? Con- elections have consequences. And that's exactly what people need to say. Elections have consequences. And the truth is, had Donald J. Trump done his damn job, or not Donald Trump, I'm sorry, had Obama done the job he said he was going to do when he got elected, this wouldn't be a problem. Because people would be so happy with the job that he's done that they wouldn't have went to an outsider that truthfully is very crass. You know why people went to somebody with crass? Because they want somebody to stand up and say, you know what, we are the United States of America. We are the red, white, and blue, and if you don't like us, F you. If you're not going to do the things that are in our best interest, F you. If you are an illegal here and you've committed a crime, F you. You're out of here. Since when did we become this nation of where we were mamby-pamby. We did People just had enough. That's all. It is time. Listen, this is what I say to all college kids, and then I'm going to get back to you guys because I know you guys are wired up too. But here's what I say to college kids. First of all, to all of the, the young men out there, all of the young men, I want everybody to take your right hand. Okay? Now, if you're left handed, you can use the left hand. They're interchangeable here. I want you to reach down in your pants. Go low. And there's that little thing that should be hanging there called a scrotum. I want you to squeeze to make sure it's there. Okay? If it's there, and ladies, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but that means your balls have dropped. And that means that you can think for yourself. And that means that you can have an opinion that isn't handed to you by the DNC talking points. Okay? You were not meant to be a liberal fricktard sitting around on a college campus boohooing because you lost an election. If you don't like the results of the election, get off your ass and go out there and change it. And that's the bottom line. Now, I'm going to move on to you guys because I know you guys have stuff to say. We have, <laughs> let's let's stay with the thing of the protesters here. And, Tammy, I throw this at you. <laughs> Can't resist. I'm watching on Instagram a page is called Passenger Shaming. Uh-huh. And evidently a United captain was forced to make a plain-wide announcement following a racist encounter on board related to the election of Donald Trump. And what was the... It doesn't have it on here. I've got to go to their Facebook page and see because evidently there's a video of it. Oh, good Lord. Odds are the racist encounter was from a black or minority. Well, anyway. I would imagine the CEO of Grubhub, Grubhub. is telling... And, and I'm going to tell you what. I love Grubhub, but I'll never again order from them. 
I sent them an email today. Did you, you read what they said? Then? Do you do a house or is it food that just comes in the mail? No, they they work with local restaurants like like. Alan, if you put the Grubhub app on your phone, you can go to Grubhub. It'll take your location, and it will find any and all restaurants that will bring food to your house. Yes. And you order from Grubhub, and it'll come to your house. But Grubhub, it's a a great thing. I've ordered from it multiple times, but I won't anymore, and I sent them a letter today. Well, they responded that it was taken out of context, and what he said was that if people were racist, homophobe, xenophobe, yada, 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 that they need to quit his company. Well, I read the original version that they sent out, and that's not true. It's not at all what it said. It said if you voted for Donald Trump, you need not be working here. And pretty much, see, the companies that are doing this crap don't realize that, especially Grubhub, okay? Now, Grubhub, they've got a lot of their funding for Chicago, New York City, things like that. But Nashville, where they've been trying to break in, you know, you look at Nashville, not that many people voted for Hillary. Yeah. I mean, she won the county itself, but she didn't win any of the surrounding counties, and that's where they're going to do a lot of business. People aren't going to come and do business here. So, Tammy, I say to you, do we, what do you say to business owners out there that do like Grubhub? What what would be your advice to them? Um, I would be very smart and replicate the company in a different way and start another business. And those companies that want to say something similar to what the owner of Grubhub said, better watch out because uh, the backlash is going to be a whiplash just like the election was. Because there were so many closet voters. Everybody is tired of all this crap that's going on. And we've had to eat it for the last eight years. And the reason that they're protesting and whining and crying and their little snowflakes are melting is that they know that there's a man that's about to come in that's not going to put up with this crap. He's not going to let them stop traffic. He's not going to let them be disrespectful to the police officers and slaughter them in the streets and protest and burn and rape and pillage like Barack Obama has. And so they realize, oh, shit, karma is about to take place. And he's not, he's not afraid to say radical Islamic terror. Oh, no. They're going to call them what they are, terrorists. Right. Now, let's... Let's okay. Let let's go on, and I want to direct this one. I mean, jump on the bandwagon. I mean, that would be the smartest move to make. Don't don't create problems for yourself. I'm going to throw this one to Ashley. Okay. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Ashley. Yeah. Your your age group. Yeah. Okay. On the streets today. Three motorists have been pulled out of cars and beaten because they were, quote, Trump supporters. In two of the cases, the people that pulled them out of the car just assumed that they were Trump supporters. So, what do you say to them? 
Uh, I don't know. It pisses me off. Like, my whole generation just thinks that everything needs to be handed to them. And that if you don't like their way of thinking or their way of doing things, then the whole world needs to just revolve around them. And you know what, Cupcake? That's not how this game works, okay? Suck it up, grow up hair, and deal with it. Mind your own damn business. The president isn't here to do your everyday life. You can still do the same shit you want to do. Tell us how you really feel. Why do? (laughs) Oh, this is interesting. There's the electoral map and the crime rate map. (laughs) That's right. If you put the crime rates over the map, you'll find that in liberal areas it's exorbitantly high, and in conservative areas it's very low. Wow. Did I lose a line? Did we lose a line? No, you're here. Okay. Yeah, I just got a text. I, I mean, I just it gotta... pisses me off. I didn't get no special treatment whenever I voted for the first time in 2012. I didn't vote for that fool that's in office right now. But they didn't give me no support or no shit. They told me to grow up and deal with it. It's ridiculous. It just amazes me that they wanted a person in there as corrupt as she was, as untrustworthy as she was, what she did with classified material. And why did you want her in there? She could continue the same, go down the same road? Well, you know. No, she wanted to continue Obama's legacy. Let's go to the next. Let's move to the next one. This one I'm going to throw to Alan. Um, You might want to pass on this for just a second. We're having an issue. Okay. Then I will go to... Oh, I haven't gone to Patricia. We love Patricia here at Ragtag Radio. Hi, Patricia. Hi, Fabian. Today you saw Donald Trump name three of his children to his transition team. Usually when you get named to a transition team, you're going to play a prominent role in the administration, whatever the case may be. Do you think that he's wrong to name his children and his son-in-law, or do you think he's making a strategic move because they're loyal to him? Okay. I don't feel that he should have family members that close in his organization. Now, to me, and you know, I'm just going to 
say this, but they were with him during the campaign. They helped make a lot of the decisions that got him over the hump, especially his son-in-law. So why wouldn't they serve him in an administration? I just feel it's unethical to have your have family members, especially when you're the president of the United States or president so, of the U.S. So, okay, well let's let's keep along that train of thought. As a president, who's your number one advisor? Who who's the person you're going to bounce stuff off of? Probably your wife. That's it. That's it. Okay, that's nepotism. And there are 4,000 political appointed positions in the federal government. Okay? If Ivanka brings something to the table that's beneficial as an advisor, why wouldn't he use the best possible available to him, family or no? That makes sense. I guess if you look at it that way, then yeah, it would it would make sense for him to have his family members there working with him and for him. I just I thought he had uh, turned his company his, his private company over to his his children. So how are they going to work in the government and run that company also? They can can advise him on a particular matter and not be in conflict with their business. It's, I think what he's using them more as is like a specific issue that he may need to bounce off of them that they have an expertise in. I don't think he's got a team around him that's going to have specific uh, roles as far as handling different areas of responsibility. She's going to have them there in case he knows that they know a particular issue intimately and he will bounce it off of them. So, sorry, Barbara, go ahead. I was just going to say Bobby Kennedy. Well, and and that was brought up. So let's go a different direction with this because a lot of people are saying that they don't want to mingle his business with the presidency. First of all, I can't do that. Anybody that works for the federal government, even in a political appointment, has to put their business in a blind trust. Mm-hmm. Okay? Can't it, the business would have to go into a blind trust. Okay. Okay, as I said months ago and I'll say again, Donald Trump is not the guy to let his business just be running on autopilot. Okay? Okay. Now, I'm, you know, I'm just laying it out there. I don't have a problem with his family being part of the inner circle. I doubt they're going to hold cabinet level positions. Do I? Do I think to you? <laughs> they've got a guy on, on Hannity right now that sent out a video. He's a black man sent out a video 
And he starts it real serious. It's the day after the election. He goes to all you Trump haters and Hillary Clinton supporters out there. It's the day after the election. And I just want you all to know. And he just dies laughing. He spends five minutes laughing at him. Y'all lost. <laughs> and just keep <laughs> I, I, anyway. I saw it. I saw it. So I am, I am just simply saying that I don't think it's a bad idea. Because let's say I became president. Okay, I know y'all would love that idea, especially Alan. Alan be like, ah, oh, the old Blair house coming to Papa. Oh. <laughs> the point is, is that I would want people that that I was close to and that I trusted around me. Okay, I can tell you three people right now that I would choose right off the rip: David Oatney, Alan Parrish, and Tammy Sharp. And Tammy for more reasons than not, to tell me when she thought I was effing up. So, you know, I don't think that's a bad idea. It may not so, be. Um, now, do I think they should serve in a cabinet spot? No, they're not going to. So let's go to the next topic, which I'm going to give to Barbara, and this is a two-man job here. Ashley, Barbara and Ashley, they they have a current love fest. Oh. Ancient with new, so we'll we'll do ancient with new here. Okay. Speaking of which, how's the confessional coming along? Oh, just wonderful. We're we're shellacking it now. Oh. All kinds of notches in the last few days, huh? Yeah. Barbara, the stress reliever, love joy. Come to mama. Have stress have stress from the election. I have a revolving door and a confessional when you're done. Anyway. <laughs> I'll edit that part out of the program. Anyway, so here here's another thing for you guys. So you've got Donald Trump saying today that, that when he hits the ground running on January the twentieth, he's reversing a bunch of executive orders. One of the executive orders that he plans to turn back, and he's going to use a share song to do it, okay? It's because she said she was leaving the planet if he won. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way to and you'd say, take away that executive order. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome to Ragtag Karaoke. <laughs> we don't know what we're going to do now that Trump is president, so until we do karaoke. <laughs> the... <laughs> So they're going to turn back executive orders. One of the executive yes. orders that's going to be turned back is Planned Parenthood funding. Well, no, let's skip that one. Let's do the transgender bill. I think that one's going to be a bigger one, the transgender bathroom crap. Because, yes. Ashley, we know that she's just barely out of high school. And the crap or crap? 
Barbara hasn't seen a high school since she was in the single classroom back with Moses. So, what do you think the effect's going to be on reversing the bathroom gender thingy? And do you see it changing in the military with the whole transgender crap in there? Either one of you two ladies can take this. You may want to let the old go first because she's probably going to fall asleep. That's right. I'm almost there now. <laughs> um, no, you had a big I extra dose of Metamucil, huh? With a lot of grunting and pushing. She's worn out from the grunting and pushing from the Metamucil effect. Yeah, I may have to run any minute now. I may have to go any minute now. Um I think there's going to be a big uproar, and you know what? I don't give a damn. I think it was a stupid <laughs> bill to write. I think it was a. I I just I'm still shocked. To tell you the truth, I mean I just any 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 person in their right mind, and we know he's not, to write an executive order saying it's okay for a man <laughs> to go in to a girl's bathroom. I mean, I made a comment before that I said if I were standing in a bathroom and a man came into that bathroom, he would not be leaving with three of his appendages. But you you realize it's not just the bathroom. It's the lockers and the showers. And if the kids take a bus trip to Kings Island up in Ohio, they can do the... Two sexes in a room, and the parents cannot go and stay with them. Now I can't listen. I can't really. (laughs) Listen, we'd have given anything to have this bill in place when I was in school. Oh shit! Do you know how many (laughs) of the young ladies I went to school with? I would have definitely not minded going to the bathroom. Well, get real. Get real. I'm just saying. Like I told Alan before he got married. Now that he's married, of course, he would never think of doing such a thing. But my thinking was that he and I should go to the University of Tennessee in the cheerleaders' locker room and go into the women's room there, of course. And as we walk in, have Shania Twain's, man, I feel like a woman, playing. We could legally be there. Granted, we'd, Obama, but, you we'd, know. we'd probably need some duct tape just to make sure, but, you know, hey, it is what it but, is. But I'm glad he's going to reverse that. Yes. I, on a serious note, I am, too. I am kind of saddened, though, because I have yet to get down to the campus of the University oh, of Tennessee. Oh, Lord. Something I better do before they redo the bill. I'd call down there and be like, excuse me, ladies. <laughs> I just need to know when you all are practicing again. Make sure it's sometime before January the 20th, please. <laughs> Tammy did not find that funny. Tammy, you are a killjoy. What's that? I was reading the thing on the passenger Will you stop reading serious crap and come back to a call where we're trying to have a little fun with these I liberal? Was in... Well, I was trying to read what they were saying and what the 
Pilate told them all to shut the hell up, basically, and that they were going to Puerto Vallarta to have some fun. And if they wanted to rent and rave, they could go on. They can rent and rave on a flight tomorrow. There's another flight. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they weren't going to rave on this one. So we know that Trump's going to basically undo everything Obama's done. Now, after he met with Obama yesterday, he did say that there were two parts of Obamacare he would keep, and both of which I actually agree with. I agree One, with you. People are going nuts on Facebook. It's like, shut the hell up. The pre-existing conditions. Right. And what was the other one, Tammy? Uh, 26 years old. 26, yeah. People don't realize this, but before Obamacare, it was actually in effect. The 26-year-old thing was already in effect. It just wasn't pushed. Okay, they want to move. One of the first things they're going to do, and the president can do this, is lift, lift the restriction on interstate commerce. So there is a lot of things that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, I'm a happy guy that they're going to keep both of those because the pre-existing condition thing was a problem. And those that are on Facebook running their flapper doesn't know that that pre-existing thing is going to be beneficial to millions of Americans. Oh, yeah. Okay? So leave them alone. As far as the other stuff, the wall and things like that, you know what? They're going to push that stuff through. Are we ever going to get a fully physical brick wall that goes over the 1,000 miles of border? Not all the way, because a lot of that land is private land. So do we want to exercise eminent domain and take their land? No. Okay. Now, let's talk about Colin Kaepernick and Greg Popovich, and to who until today I had the utmost respect for, by the way, and Nick Saban. First, we'll start with everybody's favorite quarterback, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> As you guys know, he was the guy that started the whole kneeling down at the football games because, well, he just protested how sucky his life was as a black man. Well, he told the local media that he did not vote on Tuesday. I guess he didn't Oh, well. As far as I'm concerned, he no longer has a voice. Hmm? No, because if you don't vote, you... you That's it. You keep your damn mouth shut. Okay, so that takes me to another coach, or another football entity, Coach Nicholas Saban. He did not even know that Tuesday was election day. Oh, my God. Oh, it gets better. What? When he... When he was told about it, he said, and I quote, here at Alabama, we have better things to do. What was that thing? What was that thing? Hang on by his balls. Counting your pubic hair? (laughs) Well, then let us move to Greg Popovich, who is a legendary coach the winner of five or six, I think six, uh, rings in the NBA. 
he is a great coach, said today that he was shocked that half of the country was racist, xenophobic, blah, 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 by electing Donald Trump. So, Coach Pop, I say to you, suffer a severe case of STFU, amen, (laughs) and coach basketball. And, by the way, feel free to hand the balls back to all the libtards out there that are crying over this election, sir. Thank you. And remember, cup check yourself before you wreck yourself. Have a nice day. Now, what do you guys – okay, here here's one for you. And, and I'm going to throw this one to Alan and Ashley. I'm going to let them do the married couple go round here. Well, it'll just be me. But Is he still go. not out of the john? Tell him to hurry up. <laughs> anyway, Tell him, well, you know what? As a matter of fact, you should holler in there and say, paint it and get out of here. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. I have a friend of mine that works in an ICU, and she was telling me a story today as I was waiting on my on my bag to come through security. Uh, she was telling me that this lady had come in to visit this patient, and she was in the bathroom in the ICU room, which you're not allowed to use the restroom in there. And she has all of her clothes off sitting on the toilet with her shirt pulled up over her head. What the hell? Like covering her face. And she was uh, (laughs) dropping some deuces. And (laughs) so the nurse asked her what she was doing. She basically said, can't you see I'm using the bathroom? Well, the lady's like, ma'am, you can't use the bathroom in here, so hurry up. Well, about 10 minutes later, she comes back in, the chick's still in there and tells her that she's basically dropping deuces. And she goes, look here, you can't be in here using the bathroom. Pinch it off and get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm telling you, that was the funniest thing that I'd heard. Because the visual image of this chick with a shirt up over her head, completely naked, being told to pinch it off and go. (laughs) Anyway, so tell Alan to hurry the hell up. So then I will give this to Ashley and Tammy. Because Tammy's the oldest one on the call, and Ashley's the youngest one on the call. We'll give it to her. Listen, we cannot help it you're the daughter to Adam and Eve, okay? Now, here we go. What do you see, what is the long-term effect of these protesters, on a serious note? What is the long-term effect of these protesters? Well, I think it hurts their causes because um, there have been some instances where I felt the people truly had a cause and a right to protest for. But if they protest every time you drop kick a fly it's like crying wolf and it makes their causes um less special or less um i don't know it's just like it's somebody they're just every time you turn around they're throwing a damn fit and it's like oh there they go again people just get complacent and they're like they really don't pay any attention to it anymore i mean they're tearing up stuff 
they fulfilled their own prophecy because that's exactly why we had elected Donald Trump because we were sick of Barack Obama letting everybody get away with it. Ashley? I agree. I mean, it's just, it reminds me a lot of the Westboro Baptist group. I mean, you're doing it for no freaking reason. Just because you're out protesting something doesn't mean you're going to change who the freaking president is. I mean, my gosh. It's ridiculous. Lightning round. Give me a one or two word answer based on the name that I give you. Okay? Michael Moore. I think he's right on this one. I've, I've never agreed with him, but I think he's right. <laughs> I, I agree. Barbara. I think he's right on that one, too. Tricia. He's a jerk. Ashley. <laughs> I don't know. Ashley's like, I don't know what to hear y'all talking about. Next. <laughs> Barack Obama, B.O. Hey, Tammy. Hey, Fabian, I'm back, by the way. <laughs> All right. Alan, did you get it all pinched off? He dropped Next. some browns off at the Super Bowl. I was just dropping the liberals off at the uh, Democratic National. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you give it a roll tide right down to the sewer line? <laughs> oh, <I> Joe did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he sent some of them offensive linemen right down to him. Okay. <laughs> By the way, Michael Moore. Came to his senses. Yeah, he's right on this one. Okay, the next one up. Now, everything that I'm giving you is related to post-election. Each of these names I'm giving you are post-election. Okay, your description is post-election. Let me say that one more time. Your words to describe are post-election. Geraldo Rivero, things that are jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Tammy. Barack Obama. Brian Baby has shook the hand of a man who's going to undo everything that he's done. Isn't it great? That, that <laughs> he thought he, thought he had it done. He went around Congress with the executive orders. He thought that Hillary Clinton was going to come in behind him yep. and keep all those in place. And yep. I, I think it gobsmacked him, too. I think he Orange. realized. That um, orange is the new black. New black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barbara. I think you saw the face of a man who's scared shitless. <laughs> Trisha. Gutter butt. This is the lightning round, people. Ashley. Douchebag. Allen. Douchebag. Running, running scared. And I, I'm going to give him one word for his post-election handling, classy. And the one thing that, that I, really struck me, because I will tell you, as, as many of you know, I was involved in the transition from the Bush administration to the Obama administration. And one of the things that we were uncertain, we were told in no uncertain terms is we treat all of them with dignity and respect, no matter how they treated us. Okay, and to their credit, they were okay. But President Obama gave President Bush the ultimate compliment yesterday, and I couldn't have been prouder of President Obama at that moment for that compliment. 
because that spoke well. Not only squirrel gets a nut. He that's the best thing he's done in eight years. Come on. I'm not. I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm saying post election, he gave President Bush and his administration, which I was a part of. Okay, one of the best compliments he could give. So, for that, kudos to him. He's 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 being classy so far. Will that hold? I doubt it, based on what he said today at the Tomb of the Unknown. We'll see. Oh, what did he say? Well, he he knows that Obamacare is gone. So he's like, we should keep our doctors and stuff at the VA inside the VA because they know that they're going to allow it to open up to private and have oh, competition. Yeah. And they're going to bust up that union. See, the VA is protected by a union. That's why all that big mess is going on. They're going to bust yeah. it up. Because what the president-elect is going to do, by the way, let me correct everybody on something. They keep calling Mike Pence vice president-elect. He is not to be called vice president-elect. Okay? Please do not let me hear anybody use that term on this call. You all are smarter than that. Can anybody tell me what his correct title is? Governor Pence. That is correct. It remains Governor Pence until he raises his right hand on January 20th. Not Vice President-elect. The only time you use that title is, and Fox actually said this. I was so proud of Fox. They actually said this on Wednesday night, I think, that they were not supposed to allow, they were not supposed to allow, you know, uh, Uh, you know, you don't refer to uh, Governor Pence as that. And the only reason that they do with Donald Trump is he's never held elected office. So, Why didn't they come up with that vice president-elect anyway? Because they don't know. Those are the same ones that don't know about the Electoral College. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're the same same geniuses out protesting. They don't know a damn thing. Did the call drop? Oh, no, it's here. Sorry about that. Okay, so we have let's let's keep rolling on here. The next one in the lightning round. <laughs> Harry Reid. Brother. Did he step in it today? <laughs> Alan. Alan. <laughs> Still a liberal insano. Ashley. I don't know who he is. Wait a minute. Wait. Ashley. Please mute the phone and educate your wifey, and we will come back to her. Uh, (laughs) Patricia. Moron. Barbara. A disgrace. Tammy. (laughs) What? What was the question? Oh, holy jeez, you're as bad as Ashley. (laughs) The question is, we're in the lightning round. We are mentioning names. You are giving me a one to two word description of that person. Harry Reid. Bye-bye. Sayonara. 
Get your this hair is, tall. This is post-election, these two words. Okay, <laughs> these two words are post-election. So, we're going back to Ashley. I say a wussy. I agree. All right, next name up. Lightning round, post-election. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. <laughs> Tammy. He's hopeful that he's going to become the leader of the DNC. <laughs> Tammy, the words. Hopeful. Hopeful. Mark. Insane. There you go. One to two words. Keep it simple, stupid. Barbara. Yeah. No. Okay, well, we know she's yeehawing on to Idaho and all the other places he wanted to go. Moving on. Patricia. Dodo. Dodo. Come on, people. Give me some descriptive words. Ashley. Irrelevant. Uh, Amen. Alan. Idiotically irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. All right. And all right, the only word I can give you for him is yeah. Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Every time I see him, that's all I think about. That is the one thing that did him in. He was going to win it until he did that. And people yeah, were like, that line ripped him a new one. It was beautiful. People are like, um, you need to be in the same room as John Hinckley Jr. at the hospital. Right. Okay. Next name up. And y'all come up with some great adjectives here, people. Y'all are wasting my time with this. One to two word description post-election. Elizabeth Warren. Pocahontas. Pocahontas. (laughs) Alex Brandon. Alex Brandon, who is a friend of mine in California, we had a wager on this election, okay? And he told me that he was going to basically blow, that Clinton was going to blow everybody out of the water. So he yeah. told me that, that Pocahontas will be running for president in 2020 and that he cannot wait until Trump is in the backseat of the limo with president-elect Pocahontas. So, anyway. Pocahontas. Okay, so we got, so we got Pocahontas, Mark. No, oh, that's Pocahontas. Oh, F-A-U-X. Oh, Pocahontas. Oh. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren? Yes. She did say she was going to try and work with him on the infrastructure bill. Obstructionist. My final answer, obstructionist. Okay. How about Rosie O'Donnell? Hey, that's a good one. I was coming to that one and share next. So, Rosie O'Donnell, we'll go with Alan. Um... Don't take mine. Full of crap. 
Yellow. Third ball. <laughs> oh, Patricia. I say, oh, I want to say something about Elizabeth Warren. Patricia. Uh, Bye-bye. That was the door hitting you in. <laughs> Barbara. Pig. <laughs> okay. There we go. There we go. Mark. Oh, Canada. <laughs> Timmy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Timmy. What? Who was it? What was the O'Donnell? Oh, Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, uh, yeah. One-way ticket. I'll pay for it. <laughs> I want to add to my comments about Rosie. Hillary's side girl. No. The sandwich maker. Carpet muncher. <laughs> That's a good possibility. She's lost a lot of weight, you know. Bill Hillary, and Hillary Sandwich. Hillary Clinton. Oh God. Hillary Clinton. I let's see, who do I want to go first on this one? Let's see. I'm excited about this one. I'm going to give this one to Barbara. Bitch. <laughs> Mark. Federal inmate number 413988348472. Patricia. Which? <laughs> Tammy. Arrivederci. Ciao, Bella. Alan. Still doesn't shower. Who? Ashley. <laughs> I agree with Barbara, a complete bitch. And and I want you all to picture it. Geico commercial. No, it's not Geico. Who is it? Five callers ahead of you, Billy. Who is the, what insurance company is that? State Farm. State Farm. It's State Farm. Okay. So, picture it. The guy with the fishing pole that's got the dollar bill yanking it around. All I gotta say about all I gotta say about Hillary Clinton is gotta be quicker than that. Two words about Hillary Clinton. On January twentieth, it still won't. It'll still be Nacho White House. Nacho White House. I was thinking okay. Hello Cruising. Been there, we've seen it. She'll be singing Hello Walls. <laughs> yeah. Hello Cruising. What did I ever do? Happy trails to you. <laughs> <laughs> What is that noise? 
Is it somebody <laughs> playing Happy Trails? No, not me. <laughs> I'm going to have to send this one to you, Fabian. Okay. All right, last person in our lightning round, Donald Trump. <laughs> Tammy. Donald Trump uh, is surprising me. Mark. President, you liberals. Barbara. President. The elections have consequences. Patricia. We won, you lost. Huh? We won, you lost. Uh-huh. Won, won with... Alan. King of the deplorables. Ashley. <laughs> hero. And the only word that I shall use, president-elect. All right, that's it for the lightning round. Now we'll open it up for open discussion for everybody except Mark. Why do you think I'm my husband? Why? Why, why? Why why are you thinking I'm my husband? Well, because you know, Mark, he's going to start on some diatribe and the fun will go away. It'll get sucked out of the room like good <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> anyway, open. It it is now open floor for anybody. I'll even include Mark, but we're in a happy mood, Mark. Okay. Keep it happy, Mark. And at the beginning of the program, you missed it. We did label this adult content. Yes, so we did. Even Mark is covered in this program. Oh, is he not going to talk now? Uh, his knickers are in a twist. He's probably asking somebody if they want fries. It'll be okay. He'll be back. I'm forming my. I'm forming my thoughts. He'll be right, back as listen, soon as he finishes. Listen, you want fries with that? To all you cry, okay, 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 let me go. To all you little crybaby bitches who've been marching for the last three days because that bitch that you voted for didn't get elected, um, I want you to remember one thing. Uh, all the racists in this country did vote for a guy whose middle name is Hussein twice, <laughs> and because right. your little, and because your little boyfriend. Screw the country over six ways through Sunday. We put the king of the Oompa Loompas in, who is going to be your president for at least the next four years, if not the next eight. So I suggest you deal with it or carry your happy ass to Canada, where you will learn the national anthem, Oh, Canada. And I dare you to burn that flag because the Canadian Mounties will put you in a room with bears who will first rape you, then tear you limb from limb. Then. They will ship your ass back to America in a little bit of pieces to be buried on in your homeland. Hussein in the brain. Hussein in the brain. 
Am I, <laughs> am I the only one that found it funny that Canada's immigration website went down on election night? That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I actually was joking at first until I heard it. My is close to a nervous breakdown. <laughs> the poor thing. Somebody get her some help. Who who will make a good chief of staff? Let me let me ask you guys this, okay? Now, mind you, I will spill the beans on four things. One, I know who they're going to choose as chief of staff, secretary of defense, secretary of state, and uh, agriculture secretary. And well, I know four cabinets. The attorney general, I know who they're picking. Trey Gowdy. And I uh. And I know who they're picking to do uh, the Attorney FBI. Because they're going to ask Rudy Judy, Judy, Rudy. They're going to ask Comey to step down. So, who do y'all think should be chief of staff? Chief of staff. I think it's going to be Kelly. I think it should be Newt. It will not be Kelly. Oh, okay. Kelly. Kellyanne. It won't be her. It's interesting. Good good choices. I say Rudy. I really do say Rudy. No, Rudy, I think he's going to be AG. Well, I can tell you who the two who the two top are in each position without getting myself in trouble. For chief of staff, it will either be his son-in-law or Rince Priebus. Hmm. Rince Priebus's ass needs to go by the way of the dodo bird. Well, y'all have got to realize something about Rince Priebus, and I didn't realize this till yesterday. Do you realize that behind the scenes, the ground game that they put in place that helped Trump win in several of those states was put in place four years ago. And that he very quietly kept pushing, kept pushing, kept working. So I don't, you know, my opinion of him's changed just a little bit. Not a lot, and I still think we could have done better. But he's on the short list. Really? I didn't know him. Oh, yeah, well, of... the son-in-law walked with the other chief of staff yesterday, so they're but really thinking that's who it's going to be. It's not going to be him. That's all I can say. I can tell you who it ain't going to be. Um, my non-disclosure agreement says I will not reveal who <laughs> it will be. It doesn't say who it won't be. Um, they made the decision on five of those posts yesterday. They made a decision on five of them yesterday. The news is reporting that they were in New York today, you know, blah blah blah, and they were. But they had already named. They already know who the chief of staff is going to be. They already know who the AG is going to be. They know who they want to replace at the FBI. And the FBI choice, whoo! I'd hate to be a criminal under this person. Um, Secretary of State. Arpaio. <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Um. I can tell you that they're leaning towards, I'll tell you who they're leaning towards, Homeland Security, Sheriff Clark. Yeah. He'd be a good one. And Arroyo, 
was added to the short list for defense secretary today? Joe Joe Pyle? No, Arroyo. Oh. She just got defeated in New Hampshire. Oh, okay, okay. But she's got some impressive credentials to hold that office. General Flint could possibly be it. But hey, interesting. Did Kelly lose? Huh? Did Kelly Ayot lose? Ayot, yeah. That's yeah. who's that's who's on the list. Oh, there you go. Okay, that's who you were talking about. I said Ario, I mean, didn't I? I mean, yeah. I admire, I admire, I admire. That's why I know I was new what you were saying. Ayot is the wife of a uh a cavalry officer, I think is yeah. what he said. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she's phenomenal. Now, I've seen her speak. I wanted her to be uh, on the short list for Veep. But. Well, Mike Pence was chosen because he has conservative roots, and his temperament is just, he has a great temperament. Plus, but, he has experience on the Hill and in an executive role, so he's got Yes, but his biggest thing the conservatives are miffed at him about is when he vetoed that bill. The thing is, what most people don't talk about is why he vetoed the bill. Or, well, yeah. the writers there. There's always writers attached to these stupid bills, and oh, he had yeah. four attached to that one. He had to veto it. He was in an impossible situation. So I mean, it's you know he. Oh, it was the religious liberties bill. Yes. Oh yeah. He was in an impossible position by vetoing that bill. Does he have one uh, item? Does he have line out of veto, or is that just a budgetary uh, purpose? Not, not in only for the budget. And Indiana is one of a few states that they can line out of veto. Not all states have a line out of veto. Yeah. But, uh, Secretary of State's interesting because it's either going to be Bingo Bob wow. or Newt. Bingo Bob. Yeah, Bob Corker. Oh. oh. Oh, God help us. Now, I will tell you the most interesting choice today. Remember, if you're on a committee of the transition team, odds are you're going to be a cabinet person somewhere. Did you all see another Tennessee legislator that got added to the list today? Yes. Yeah. Marsha Blackburn. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha Blackburn. Now let, me, yeah. now, let me tell you, that upsets the apple cart just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say Marshall Blackburn gets chosen and Corker gets chosen. It's two of our big rhinos out of there. It is two big rhinos out, but what happens to her seat, which is supposed to go to Beth Harwell, okay, who's the other senator that gets appointed? And for those that have been going on and on about Haslam appointing himself, he will not do it. Okay? So you can scratch that. Fabian story. No, he, ain't gonna, he ain't going to choose me. I got dirt on him. He ain't going to go anywhere near me. That's why he's he should a, choose you. He's a queer. He's a Peter Puffin bastard. Him? Bill Haslam. He's a Peter Puffin he is a Peter Puffin, bone smoking, sword swallowing, mf'er. Him and Mike Ragsdale and Tim Burchett, okay, the former mayor of Knoxville, and the current mayor of Knoxville, have an apartment down there on First Avenue in Knoxville, and they were caught when it's in pictures, um, having a big 
Sausage Fest. <laughs> and Lindsey Graham comes in on the weekends. <laughs> so I've had, well, just simply Lindsay say it. Pack the ham grain. The, the Haslam's don't like me, and I don't like them. But Jim, hey, there's a reason why Jimmy owns the Browns. He can't win nothing. <laughs> <laughs> They're zero and ten, as I recall. But I think Newt Gingrich, I think Newt Gingrich is going to be Secretary of State. Well, Newt is the most logical choice. If I were making decisions based on what I what I see around him right now, his son-in-law would not be the chief of staff. I would put Jeff Sessions as the chief of staff. Okay? Jeff Sessions is incredibly loyal, would do a great job, understands the the inner workings of the government, and can handle people on the Hill. I would make Newt Gingrich Secretary of State. Newt Gingrich or John Bolton. Either one of those two would be Oh, excellent. John Bolton. Oh, oh, Bolton. God. I would love... You know, he's the president uh, of Red Eye. You know that, right? Either Plus either one. one of those two. I well, he's been, he's been called to Washington. Well, New York. He's been called to New York. Where's Sarah uh, Palin going to be? Huh? I'm guessing Sarah Palin for Department of Energy. Interior. Interior? Yeah, I'll see yep. that, too. Yeah, interior is, if I were choosing her, that's where I'd put her. So, Secretary of State, Newt Gingrich, John Bolton. Secretary of Defense. Ayotte, or whatever the hell her name is, I never can get it right, or General Flint. Kelly Ayotte. Uh, personally, hey. I would make Ge- I would make General Petraeus Secretary yeah. of Defense. Yeah. Great. Yes. I mean, no joke. He, uh, you know, the he problem would be his security clearances, but um, they have President Trump, President-elect Trump has called for the resignation of Darth Vader Ginsburg. Yes. Oh, he did? Good for him. Yep, he did today. Told her that she had no business as a member of the highest court in the land commenting on elections and that uh, as the incoming president, he can't fire her, but he can ask for her resignation and he wants it. Oh, wow. Now, now for the record, he cannot force her to resign. No, no. Yeah, but they can impeach her. Yeah, I never. Well, they don't have to send it. They don't have to send hey, it. Let's remove her. What about Pat for defense? Who? Cole. Who? Colin Powell. Colin no. Powell. No. You've lost for your Hill. damn mind. They would Colin put Powell voted for Mary for Hillary. Colin would, Powell got his head up at Hillary's ass. Would never happen. Now don't I do. do. I do. Now. Y'all hear me out before everybody starts booing. I suspect. I suspect that Hillary will be named as an ambassador to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Libya, Mars, Mars, as, as a Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Arabia. She knows everyone there. Iran. <laughs> You know, Iran. I, you you know what you know what North Korea did not do on election night. Fire some missiles. Fire some missiles. They had said they were going to test a missile. Yeah. I think when they saw Donald Trump won that election, they're like, oh, "No, we don't be firing no missiles at him." No, that missile test went in the garbage. Notice Why who else ain't. He... 
Why would he name her an ambassador to anything but garbage to man? Up. To get her out of the country, number one, and number two, you know, I would, I would name her to the, I'd name her ambassador to the Federated States of Micronesia. <laughs> I'd name her ambassador yeah. to prisons. Yeah. Well, she's never. Listen, I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all right now, she's never gonna see the inside of a jail cell. This stuff ain't never gonna come out. They're gonna be done with this shit, and they're gonna move on. Wait, wait, okay? I got it. Make her ambassador to Mexico, then build a wall. <laughs> be like, oh, we lost your citizenship papers in the email. My bad. Well, I I don't know. I the rumor mill has it, and this is simply the rumor mill that uh, they may name uh, Bill Clinton to the. Uh, Washington D.C. Court of Appeals. Well, Why? Is no, he's seventy years old. What the hell? Well, he'd be dead well, him anyway. So it would be he want he wants to be a federal judge. That'd be a way to do it. It's already the most liberal court in the country, uh, outside of the Ninth Circuit. The Washington D.C. Appeals Court is the second most overturned court in the country. Hell, I you know I wouldn't be opposed to that. Even Hillary, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Get them out of the way, and you know they're never going to go anywhere. He lost his law license. How can he be a judge? Well, I don't make a shit. You don't, don't have matter. to be a lawyer to be a federal judge. Matter of fact, in most states, you don't have to be a lawyer to be a judge. Tennessee only changed that law in 2010. Where's Louis Gohmert going to be? Is he going to be in there? Well, he's a representative, so he, I don't know when his. Well, here's some of the things that they're looking at. There are several representatives that are hmm. exciting new blood. They are. Uh, so they've got to watch to make sure Democrats don't get named to their seat. Yeah. Where's Rudy Giuliani in all of this? Here's one. Press Secretary, Sean Hannity. <laughs> You know, I find it interesting. I've been, I've been listening to now. That could be Kellyanne. She could be the press secretary. That's the job that she'll probably get. They'll probably make her communications director, which would be a good fit for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll have Dana, Dana, Dana Perino's job. Well, you know, I, I don't, I do see a lot of outsiders coming in, but we're going to see some people come in. Dana Perino, you know, she'd be a good press secretary. She's easy on the eyes. 
But yeah. she was going to go for Hillary, though. She's not a Trump fan. Well, she's not, but she did vote for him. She said so the other night on the show. I'm shocked. So, Rudy Giuliani is AG? I didn't say that. I know. Non-disclosure agreement. Yeah, but that's what I think. And, by the way, just so y'all know, that was the biggest non-disclosure agreement I've ever signed in my life. Wow. Like 17 pages. But I thought you turned down the job with him. I did. So how come you had to sign a non-disclosure agreement? (laughs) Oh, dearest Barbara. Tammy, will you tell her why I had to sign a non-disclosure agreement even though I turned down the job? Because he may have heard something on the trip or in discussions that they were with. And any time you're doing something like that, you have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, okay. You are correct. I was involved in, in some conference calls and whatnot. And I still will be involved in one or two. Oh, But okay. only to teach some stuff. So um, I will tell you, a friend of mine here in Tennessee appears to going to be getting the one of the field director jobs. I'm quite proud of him. And uh, I wish him well. I appreciate you putting your sister up there. I'm sorry? I appreciate you submitting my name. Okay. You couldn't do it. And I'm not saying that because you're not capable. You are very capable of doing it. You just, you'd be traveling. And the way they've got it set up and part of the job description that they sent me, they said to prepare to be on the road at least 320 days a year. Nope. Wow. Fabian Fabian did his days of that. No thanks. So let me me explain to y'all, and I know some of y'all have seen it and... Uh, I sent all y'all a Facebook post. Now, several people got written letters uh, sent out. You guys got Facebook posts because I'm close to you guys. Um, But 16 years ago when I started in politics, I said when the time come that it was not fun for me anymore, I would no longer be in politics. Okay? Now, you guys know that this has been a an election cycle like no other. It's been rough. Of the races that I consulted on, I won them all, but still, it's, it wasn't fun for me. Okay, it just wasn't. wasn't fun for me the last cycle either. And as far as I'm concerned, when it loses its lackluster, or when it loses its luster and its joy, it's time to be done. And I thought about it, I prayed about it, and I thought about it some more. And I don't want to work campaigns anymore. Now, you know, that's not to say if sometime down the road just a candidate that's a once-in-a-lifetime Ronald Reagan-type candidate comes along that they couldn't coax me off the couch. But I don't see that happening. I just don't. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not going to continue ragtagging the other things I'm doing. But as far as actively running campaigns, I will never manage another campaign, ever. 
I will no longer consult campaigns. I'm turning that over to others that have come a long way and, and been prepared to do that. So that's why that. Now, if you're like Tammy, Tammy's just sitting back there going, yeah, the fuck right. Well, they're but, losing a good man. Huh? They're losing a good man. Nah, listen. When when one fades away, ten others take their place. Well. And, you know, it is what it is. So let me finish off this recording and, and shut everything down, shut the recording off, and I'll tell you all some other things. Uh, we want to thank our guests for coming in tonight. Uh, as you know, this is round two. We had round one earlier. We appreciate you for listening in. You can reach us at admin at ragtagpatriots.com. Remember, you've got to stand for something or fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier, for without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Thank their families, for without their sacrifice, we would not have an all-volunteer army. On behalf of the board of directors and committees, we say good night, everybody. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.